This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. And welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe, your weekly dose of style fun with your fantastic style team where we take our topic very seriously, but we don't take ourselves very seriously. Let me introduce you to your hosts. First up, we have our OG, the Baron of Bouge himself, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Every time. (laughs) The sensational queen of satire, Stacey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> then we have the beautiful, bountiful Beck. Ooh, bountiful. bountiful. I like that. <laughs> Hello. And I am Lady P. Poised and polished and perfect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't oh, no. say that, but... <laughs> Well, she's got a perfect new hairstyle, so, well, you know, that's kind of cool, yeah. right? I will say. And that's I, totally poised and polished, but it's kind of got a little bit of that B.A. still to it, too. Yeah. Right. Like, I know. It's it's like a blunt cut. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. Well, we can thank the fabulous cat from 8 Salon who um, gave me the chop this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I was feeling like I needed a refresh, something a little bit sassy, a little bit, you know, but still sleek and polished um and this is what i got so yeah i like it i like it a lot as always when i'm in cat's chair we have great conversations but then we were talking about okay what are we going to do with the color because that's coming up so we thought we'd throw out the idea that to the listeners do i go with an icy blonde or fiery red Ooh. okay we have to do on our social media (laughs) let's do a poll and ask the question so -hmm. you're gonna have to take a picture of your new cut and we'll we'll do a poll and we'll see what people think so if you don't follow us then follow us at michael bruce ic and check out the poll in our stories and i'm gonna vote yeah Okay. Do you know what you're voting for? I do, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> It'll be anonymous. It, well, I mean, not really. Yeah, I may have already made up my mind, but I'd love to see what people think. Oh, so you really? So there's really not a way to vote. No, it's like, no, no. It's no. already been made up, right? No, I, I'm still. I'm teetering. I'm just okay. like, oh, right. oh, oh, oh. You okay. Know, so yeah, right. it, let's see what everyone else has to say. Anyway, All right. That's hey, right. Hey, Beck, what's in the news of uh, craziness and fashion and well, style? Are your so, friends back? <laughs> uh, no, but clearly the people at Louis Vuitton saw what the people at Balenciaga were up to and decided to raise the ante. So um, there is a new bag that is called the paint can bag. And so, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. You can get it in green, blue, purple, orange, red, and yellow. Oh, you need Um, orange. uh, Yeah, they do have orange. Everyone gets a paint um, can bag. Yeah, it looks, but so the interesting thing is this is actually part of Virgil Abloh's final collection that Mm. he did with them. And so, um, it's you know it's it's sort of you know an homage to him but it's you know they're $2,500 or something which just seems like a lot for honestly what looks like a paint can you know so I think that that some of these companies have just been doing the same thing for so long that they're like let's be as outrageous as we can and let's try different things and um 
Well, let's yeah. do a dupe. Let's go down to Home Depot. Buy a cat. Yeah. Well, it's you know, you take it. you take your Balenciaga trash bag, <laughs> I know. your Louis Vuitton paint can, and you're ready to do, you know, for the bargain price of about five grand for those two bags, you're ready to go do what? I don't know. I am, <laughs> so. I, wow. I will be the most fashionable bag lady <laughs> ever. Yes. Ever. Oh yeah, my gosh. And, it is a paint well, can. <laughs> yeah. And you know, they're even, you can find them online at like they're reselling them for almost $4,500. So it's there. People are buying these, wow. you know, yeah. um, you know, you know me, I love a good craft. Maybe I'll go make me own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh anyway, my I feel God. like that would make my hips look big by the way, because it looks <laughs> like it's a cross well, body. Yeah. I think, well, it's got both. You can carry it just by the metal handle, like you would a normal paint can. And then, but it's round. I mean, yeah, it would really stick out. It's not like it's an oval mm. paint can. It's a full on round paint can. So oh. it feels like it would just take up a lot of real estate. Well, and it is not the gallon size. It's more of a quart size. Right. So. Well, then Still. what's the point? <laughs> i'm not spending four thousand dollars on a quart of paint absolutely not <laughs> seriously so, oh yeah. my gosh well wow. okay so that's what's going on I'll, you know gonna see who can be more outrageous than the next that's oh, the way they're gosh. rolling we need to start coming up with some good music for the introduction I, for in the news <laughs> right? I, beck you never disappoint never well, and for that matter neither does fashion no Yes. It's always exactly. interesting and fun. It's always something. So then always that's something. the difference between fashion and style. I was just going to say, so then <laughs> let's switch to what we do best. Yes. I'm talking about style. What are we talking mm-hmm. about? All right. Well, this week, the boys are back in town. I'm not sure which boys are back in town, but, you know, they have questions. So <laughs> this do. week is dedicated to the boys, um, the men, whoever, that have style-related questions and have passed them our way. So, Which yeah. I'm glad because, you know, we, I was looking at listening to some of our uh, old podcasts and, uh, and I was like, we have not done a lot of shows for men. In fact, some guy was saying that to me last week. He was like, hey, man, you need to do more shows about men. I'm like, why don't you ask us some questions? He was like, well, I got a bunch. And I'm like, well, then throw them out. And so that's Perfect. what he did. So there you go. Now we have a See? show for men. We so, give the people what they we want. give the they people just what they want. They have to ask. Just ask. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into some of these questions. And the first one, um, which is, we talk about this all the time, but some guy said, so what do you mean by tonal dressing? Did I just got to wear all black? And I said, no, that's not just tonal dressing. So that's the first question, team. What do we mean when we talk about tonal dressing? So before everybody else jumps in, you made a good point where he said black. Yeah. That's a misconception. People think tonal dressing is monochromatic dressing, and mm-hmm. it isn't. It's two different things. So it is. It jump is. in, guys. There you go. <laughs> well, it's just that tonal doesn't have to be so dark. You know what I mean? Like, it. I think that's the other. It's not that it's, it could be monochromatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could mm-hmm. wear everything that's the same color. It's just that you don't, it, you don't have to go dark. It doesn't right. have to be black or gray. Like, you could be head to toe in red. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. still, you know. And it also doesn't have to match either. Right. So it's within the same tonal value. So, mm-hmm. you know, we use a picture in one of our pre- presentations of that lady that's wearing the orange pants with right. a slightly pink top and mm-hmm. she does it with a blue shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's where the color kind of runs together without it actually having to be the same. So right. you can use different versions of creams if you wanted to, or you could do gray with cream because it has a tone on tone look to it. It's not color blocking, right. um, you know, where you, which is how a lot of people dress where you have maybe a dark bottom and a white top the the tonality of is it making sure that the eye runs from the top to the bottom and there is no kind of defining line to it i think that's 
kind of an easy way to explain it. Yeah, that is an easy way to explain it. Yeah. The way that we describe it when we give presentations, what people tend to do is they tend to dress like Legos, Mm -hmm. the little people, the characters. (laughs) Especially men. Men really dress like Legos. Where there's like the top Mm -hmm. and, you know, fill in button up shirt, polo t shirt, and then the bottom. And it's completely different. And so you you want it to be one continuous line of uh of color yeah like eric today is wearing all navy got on a navy sweater navy polo navy pants so with are you wearing black or brown shoes eric black shoes black shoes so (laughs) he's going more tonal with navy you can also do it with light blue you can do it with cream well you're on the other end of the spectrum you're wearing light denim Mm -hmm. uh pants with a light denim jean jacket and then a like white and it looks like a very light heathered gray striped shirt right absolutely so i think that i think that another way to describe it is that you want stuff that's sort of the same color value yeah so there's not you know you're not looking like stacy said like the lego where there's Mm -hmm. really bright contrast differences between you know you want sort of you know go sort of gray beige like bruce is doing Mm -hmm. or sort of the brighter like the red or so it's think of the same color value that's tonal dressing and probably the reason we talk about this all the time is it actually is longer and leaner i mean it 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 will extend your length i mean it'll make you look a little bit taller and give mm -hmm. you better balance i have a follow-up question that i just thought of i'm channeling my my guy (laughs) your inner dude yes (laughs) now it's really it's easier to think about this when we're talking about solids. Mm-hmm. Now, there are guys out there that, you know, they're like when they wear a, a button up, they'll mm-hmm. bring in some pattern or, you know, a, a polo or something, a T-shirt. And so if they are trying to dress in a tonal way and they're trying to figure out like what to wear with their, let's say, lavender button up that mm-hmm. has a little uh, pattern in it, right. then how do they, what do they do to make sure that it's tonal? Find the common ground in it. What does that mean? For instance, so if it's a, we'll say if it's lavender, okay, yeah. a lot of times when you see lavender, lavender is a mix with something else. So lavender, whether it be blue, you know, or gray, so find the common ground, whatever the common ground is, and that would be your bottom color or Got your it. jacket color. So then you would go with a blue pant or a gray pant or something like that. And so Correct. even right. though mm-hmm. it's a a pattern or a print mm-hmm. shirt yeah. by finding the common ground, yes. that's how you stay tonal. Yeah. Right. And and tonal dressing, you know, we make a good point with with bringing in pattern. You know, um tonal doesn't mean that you have to negate pattern in your clothing right. either. So it's actually quite fun to do the tonality but bring in pattern as well. So and it doesn't have to be limited to just the top. Or just the bottom. You can do both. I mean, that's a whole other topic on on pattern mixing. Right. But tonality, you know, tonal dressing is all about color. It's not about visual stimulation with pattern, print, and texture. Um, and that's the a good way to kind of differentiate between monochromatic right. and tonal. Is yeah. monochromatic tends to be very much solid dressing, um, whereas tonal you have more scope to play. All right, so- I'd also say, P.S., speaking of lavender, don't be afraid of lavender, guys, because it's really quite flattering on a lot of men. It's a great mm-hmm. color. There awesome. we go. Well, we hit one question. That's one. <laughs> That's one. So we got a few more. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll we'll hit some of the other questions All that right. we have. You're listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Do 
Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Welcome back to the show. We are talking about questions that some of the gentlemen out there that listen to the show and that we work with have. During the break, there was a conversation or there was a question that (laughs) Bruce brought up, right? Somebody asking, like, how do I not look like a dork? That was hilarious. uh, (laughs) er, er, Eric's response. I just said it's subjective on what a dork is (laughs) because one man's dork is Mm -hmm. another man's Elegant gentleman. Exactly. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, dork, dude, dad. Like, right. Absolutely. You know, so I, I think you got to look that? at it's like, well, when you think about that, it's like, what do you mean by that? Like, how are you defining this thing where, what is a, a dork? I mean, what I are mean, you Urkel. thinking about? You're thinking about like, you don't want to dress like you used to or like someone else that you've seen. So how do you define that? You know, like maybe you're a dork. Right. Maybe you are. I mean, and I, and, I, and I don't mean that. Own it. Right. And I don't mean that, like, you know, if they're thinking like, oh, I work in tech and people think that, you know, uh, there's a perception that people that work in tech are dorks right, or right, geeks right. or whatever. And it's like, no, you get to look however you want. Right. And right. And part of that's a feeling, right? So, yeah. you know, it's how it's that internal dialogue that people have with themselves. If they're dressing a certain way and they feel like they look in the mirror and they're having that conversation, I feel like I look like a dog, mm-hmm. then that's a com- that's a personal conversation to have. Like, well, what makes you feel that way? What right. is it that you're doing that is giving you that negative self-talk? And how can you transition into something that makes you feel a little differently? And what is it you want to feel like? Absolutely. How is Ab- it you want to dress? Absolutely. You know, until you ask those more defining questions, you can't get to a point where you don't look like your version of a dork. Right. Well, it's their version of a dork. And that's what, th- this is where the whole personal style thing comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think about like the actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? So you could look at the way that he dresses and think like, oh, that's kind of dorky the way he dresses. And yet it is so perfectly his personality. And mm-hmm. so, right. Right. you know, like basically figure out what you want to say. And then as we're all saying to you, right. own it. Own it. And have fun yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think if somebody's having that conversation with themselves and saying, I feel like I look dorky, mm-hmm. then there's obviously something they're not happy with right. with the way they're dressing because it's a negative comment that they're making to themselves. I'm sure he didn't ask the question in a like, oh, this is fantastic. I no. feel like a dork, right? No. So, you know, I think it's, you know, I mean, it. you have to kind of, what is it that's making me feel that way? Right. right. So Identify again- it. And then make a move to change it. You've got to address the inside mm-hmm. before you can dress the outside. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. you can do Absolutely. at michaelbrosimageconsulting.com. <laughs> Fill out our personal <laughs> style assessment and we can help you. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God, that just flows so naturally. It did right? flow really naturally. There's a talent wow. for this. It's so like talented. we have a business doing mm-hmm. this stuff. All right. What's the you do see You do see guys like, you know, they're, they're sort of fed this line like, oh, those are dad shoes or that's right. a dad bod. You know, you're sort of fed this oh, that's dorky or that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think you have, to, you have to be careful with what you see out in the media about what is cool or what's not cool. And, I agree. you know, yeah. that's just 
Yeah. Anyway, I do and think that all. in this particular guy, yeah. I think what then kind of rolls into the next question. The guy was like, how do I get away from my conventional wardrobe, the comfort zone, which for him was corporate blue shirt, white shirt, black dress pants, like every single day. And yeah. like he's like, how do I get out of that? And I thought it was an interesting question that he was asking because I said to him, I looked at him and I said, um, so what do you want to look like? And he was like, right. I don't know. I've always dressed this way. Then here's the challenge with, and I think women and men, but we're going to talk about the guys, is guys get into a comfort zone where an era where they used to dress that was really cool and they've stayed there. <laughs> I, I once saw a cartoon yeah. about this. <laughs> that like guys basically like they find this this thing and then they stick with it for mm-hmm. the rest of their lives yep. because mm-hmm. it's like it's more mature than what than what they did when they were younger. Yep. But it was like like kind of cool, Dad, but mm-hmm. now it's become not as Right. Cool right. and is it's relevant. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it's stuck in a rut. But yeah. I think also to kind of add on to that, Stacey, is like there's a lot of people when they start their professional career, they don't have somebody that can kind of walk them through how do I dress for, you know, this life that I'm stepping into. And they will, you know, it depends on how yeah. old they are, but maybe they Googled how to, you know, I we've had this like conversation. Remember that? Oh my God. Yeah. Yep, exactly. That? We yeah. totally um, had that with the young but you, man. Exactly. Or you ask somebody, your peer, well, what am I supposed to wear? And somebody else's idea of what that's supposed to look like is different from yours. And, you know, uh, workplace cultures have changed too. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely been a shift. So I think, you know, it's, it's easy for people to kind of pick on that and then they stay with it because it's scary to change and it's scary to evolve. Right. Right. So the answer to the question for this guy is, well, okay, you've done that. You want to do something a little bit more, a little bit different. So start small. So rather than maybe, you know, the black pant, let's change that up for Navy. And rather than doing a solid shirt, let's add some texture and some color into Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. You've done blue, you've done, you've done white. Mm -hmm. You want to stay with that color palette, then add some texture and some pattern into it. Um, Change and maybe from slacks to you know like to a, a five pocket a five right. pocket absolutely a- exactly mm-hmm. but just make small changes mm-hmm. and see what your comfort level is you can still if you're in an environment where you still have to you know um, have a certain level of professionalism in the way mm-hmm. you dress um, you just you just kind of make small changes yeah. if you're able to kind of transition more um i don't want to say more casual because i don't want to kind of have that conversation about what business casual is because right. that's a whole nother topic um but change the fabrications that you're wearing change the color change the print but do it in small small doses and maybe one day a week try something really different whereas if you were always wearing a shirt maybe one day you wear a piece of knitwear right right Right. and we've said that before again in our presentations yeah change one thing change one thing it doesn't have to be a complete overhaul if Mm -hmm. that feels overwhelming Mm -hmm. change one thing yeah well and i'm going to suggest that taking risks even in something as you know, what may seem as small as your style, that is a telltale sign of a leader. Yeah. And people will notice, and that's a confidence builder. Yeah. And what I was telling him is, um, is, and I would tell this to all guys, there's the white shirt and there's the blue shirt that you typically wore back in the day with a jacket and a tie. So there's actually a difference between tie shirts and non-tie shirts. Mm-hmm. So if you just take tie off, and you still have the blue shirt or the white shirt, you're just taking off the tie. You haven't changed and you haven't modified that style. Right. 
it also becomes less interesting, right? Yeah. Because typically that will be a solid color mm -hmm. and the tie generally has a little bit of pattern mm -hmm. or some texture in it that right. gives it some individuality yes. and yeah. helps freshen up the outfit. When you take that away, it's like window dressing, right? right. Or it's like women's jewelry, the tie, it, it, it takes away from the entire thing. Mm -hmm. So you've got to replace it with something and right. that will be texture, pattern, yes. tone on tone, right. what, whatever that or is. Or if you're wearing a jacket, a really cool pocket square. I mean, that can right. replace a tie a right. lot of times. Right. And We're finding less and less people are wearing jackets true. to the That's workplace. True. But, you know, so um, Beck's right. A pocket square is a great, great way to change that. But if you're not somebody that wears a jacket, you've really got to rethink your shirts. For sure. Well, and the other thing, the last thing that I, I'll say on this is in terms of conventional wardrobe, also be aware of who you are, the industry you're in, the region that you're in, mm -hmm. you know, East Coast versus West Coast, you know, pay mm -hmm. attention to all those cues and then start to, you know, get outside that comfort zone and take some risks with one thing at a time. Right. Absolutely. So can I jump in on this for the next question? Yeah, yeah. Because Stacy raised a good point there about, you know, thinking about where you're at, whether it's East Coast versus West Coast. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions that we did get was being in the PNW is confusing. Mm -hmm. I want to dress better, but everyone is so casual. I feel weird mm -hmm. dressing up. What can I wear that's not too dressy? And I think this is a very interesting question. The fact that people would feel weird yeah. um, dressing up a little bit. And I and I wrestled with this a little bit myself. I know I'm a female, um, but moving here from a completely different country, right? And you guys being from the East Coast coming over here, definitely more casual. But there's yeah. this mindset that you have to fall in line with what everybody else is doing. Correct. Why? Why? <laughs> I agree. You know, if it makes you feel good to be a little dressier than your counterparts, then do it yeah. because what will ultimately happen is people are going to look at you and say, wow, they look good. And maybe that's going to spark a reaction in somebody else to maybe change a little bit and feel better about themselves. Right. So this idea that we have to conform to what everybody else is doing, I think we need to change that way of thinking and just say, okay, it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. Right. So, but then we still have to address the question, what can I wear that doesn't feel too dressy? I guess it depends what you're going from to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it this goes then ties into the other, you know, if if slacks, traditional like work slacks feel too dressy, then again, going to the colored denim or the five pocket pant mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. it's it is feels a little bit more casual, but it's still very sharp. Yeah, like, right. As we're going into and the fall season, like a brush means, twill, like a brush twill would well, be a great pant. I'm going to take it back from that. Just if you're wondering what a five pocket jean looks like, go to Banana Republic and look at their traveler pants. That's what we're talking about. Right. It's a five pocket style that's not in denim. So if you're like, what's a five pocket? The traveler at Banana Republic is exactly yeah. what we're talking and about. And those pockets are curved, not slanted. So mm -hmm. regular dress pant will be a, a, a side slice pocket, right. if you like, that yeah. kind of points out to the hips. Yeah. Um, but five pockets are generally there's five of them, um, but they're the ones on the front are curved. Um, and the other thing to consider is, you know, if a colored denim feels a little too on the casual side, there's plenty of brands out there that do more of a five pocket, but they do it in a texture mm -hmm. so that it adds a little bit more right. of something rather than feeling like it's just a flat denim or a flat, you know, navy green, whatever color, but a little bit of texture. Rod and Gun has a great option mm -hmm. for that. Um, Brax also has a great option. I think Travis, does Travis Matthews have? Yes, AG yeah. does as well. Yeah, yeah, so, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's a options. lot of options. And, you know, mm -hmm. and the other thing that you can do is for the top, dress in layers. And, mm -hmm. you know, so 
go ahead and add some layers, especially as we head into fall. And so then you can dress things up and you can mm-hmm. dress them down. Yeah. Which, speaking of layers, uh, we're going to be out of time soon. But one of the questions that we had was about polo shirts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. we get this is, a lot. is that okay for work business. or if you're conducting business on the golf course? I mean, I don't know what the answer. I mean, I actually don't know what the answer. Well, okay, to so this the que- is. the question was: Is it okay to wear a polo shirt for business? Well, first of all, it depends on the industry that you're in. But Correct. generally speaking, of course, you can wear a polo shirt. Mm-hmm. The, with the proviso being that it's not a golf polo shirt. And you know, that you kind of the fabrication has a little bit of shine to it. It definitely has that sports um, feel to it. Mm-hmm. There are so many brands out there that have good quality. Um, fabrications that have the cut of a polo but they have something different to them whether that's a bit of tipping on the collar mm-hmm. or whether you know the placket is has some banding on it or something What's the different. placket right. the placket right. is the band that goes you know kind of from your clavicle down usually has three buttons, buttons. Yeah. got it okay yeah. So that's okay. Can I just point out, Bruce just said, Oh, right here, and pointed it out. Yeah, well, on radio, Bruce, that doesn't work. (laughs) I look at the Stacey, I know because I'm I'm asking the question because not everybody, I'm asking for the people, and that's why I said, Look right here. Well, great. Okay, in simplistic terms, the placket is where the buttons go, right? So, whether whether it is a button up or a button down or a polo or a Henley, they all have a placket, and the placket is the band Mm -hmm. down where the buttons are. Placed. And so do you Becky, tuck or not tuck? On what? On a polo? On a polo shirt? Well, it's going to depend on your body shape. Yeah. <laughs> right? So if you are fuller through the middle, mm-hmm. you probably want to tuck it and blouse just a little bit because mm-hmm. if you pull it down, it's going to grab around the girth. Yes. Um, you know, and but emphasize the middle. It emphasizes mm-hmm. the middle when you pull it down. Oh, is if that what it happens? Is, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's the right length and it doesn't go past the crotch area, then you can leave it untucked. But right. if it is really long, what's that going to do other than make your legs look super short and your torso look really long? So and they part can of be it shortened. depends. They, they can, can be shortened. shortened. They can be shortened. Good to know. Yeah. Because but the there are people out there it, that need the, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. space up yep. top. Good to know. Yep. Yeah. But yes, so you can, you just need to make sure that it is an elevated version of a polo if yes. you're going to wear it into a business environment. Absolutely. And again, look for, you know, fun colors and, and some, some, some defining factors that make it a little less bland. Absolutely. Wow. We answered some guys' questions today. I know. And we actually got a few done. We did. That's pretty <laughs> That's really good. I'm impressed with that. We stay on so task, surprised. people. Yeah. I, I know. We are totally surprised. If you have more questions that you want to ask the team, then remember you can connect with us on social media. Our handle is Michael Bruce IC. You can also go to our website, which is michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. There, there's a contact page, and there's also the personal style assessment that you can take, and you'll get a complimentary conversation where we'll answer some questions for you. We'll answer some questions. Well, thanks for listening. Um, This was fun. This was fun. See you guys. Have a good week. It always is. Bye. If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.